This episode is brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN, Chance Owens with EXP Realty, Deep Blue Renovations, and Artcraft Custom Graphics. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for tuning in and seeing what we got going on. Big thank you, big shout out to our sponsors uh, that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, big uh, thank you to everybody that got into the um, the giveaway for the uh, Yeti bucket and the pin rod and reel and the spike and the sand spike. Congratulations to Aaron Wallace for winning. Uh, we are going to be doing another giveaway, um, and I'm going to announce that. I don't know if I'm going to announce it next week on the podcast. We've had some uh, technical stuff going on where this week was supposed to be uh, a different show. Uh, The guy that was supposed to come on had some complications, wasn't able to come on. So we're doing something different for this week. Uh, So I think we're having to push everything back one week now. Um, So it may be two weeks before we do the giveaway. I'm not really sure. The giveaway will be announced on the podcast first. It will run for however long that we need to fill these spots uh, for for the giveaway. And I'll explain everything whenever we do it. Um, But it will not be made public and it will not be on a Facebook post whenever we do the giveaway. And like I said, I'll explain everything whenever we get to it. But the people that listen to the podcast, the people that... Uh, tune in, you know, weekly or whatever. Here's the podcast or actually pays attention. Will be the people that get first dibs on this giveaway. So I will announce that um, probably two weeks. It's probably going to be not this show, um, but the next show. So I'll I'll be announcing that. Um, so like I said, we um, we had some technical difficulties. We got to do something a little different today. Uh, something that we weren't really prepared for, um, and that's that's my fault. I should have been uh, more prepared for this, and that's all right. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell a story um, uh, that I have had happen to me and another guy, um, and then we're going to see who wants to phone in, call in to do another story, and I'm not really sure um who we're gonna have on but um we'll find out here in a little bit so stay tuned all right all right so like i said we had a little bit of technical difficulties with um the person that was supposed to come on today and we're gonna have to kind of wing it today and 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 you know go about our way but i do have an extremely uh, funny, interesting uh, story that happened to me, and I I, I wanted um, the guy to come on to tell the story, but um, yeah, I, don't, I I've texted him and I haven't get I haven't got a hold of him. So, um, but it is a it's a funny story, man. It's a funny story. So we had it's a turkey hunting story. Uh, we we had met this guy me and chase had met this guy uh that lived down near near chase and um he had some turkeys back there on his land and um so he had talked about let's let's go turkey hunting and all this stuff well me and him and chase went one time didn't do any good um so i i text i text him um his name is john and i text john 
uh, a couple days later and said, hey, man, do you want to go try turkey hunt again? He's like, yeah, let's go. I said, all right. So we made the plan and we got over there and we and uh, we kind of kind of knew where the turkeys were. We kind of didn't know where the turkeys were. Um, not a whole lot of scouting going on, not a whole lot of of any of that that, that was going on. So we just kind of, again, winged it. <laughs> when we get out there that seems to happen a lot um and we ended up getting some turkeys to call and um we knew they were up like towards the property line uh so we were gonna try to call them down towards us like away from the property line uh just to be on the safe side of things and um so we kind of set up and we did our thing and we got them to talk to us and we were talking back and forth to them for a while and they finally come in. But the problem was they were on the other side of the fence. Um, and I'm telling you, man, these two birds, they came down to the fence and I'll post a video so that you can see, but they came down to the fence strutting full strut gobbling their heads off and was just going back and forth back and forth back and forth down the fence line they would not cross the fence and i was like man like i can't get them to to commit to jumping over the fence and and john was like i don't know what to do i said well i said we've got the hand decoy out there they see it they, I mean, they've obviously seen it. They're all blowed up and, and ready to do their thing, but they they won't commit to getting over the fence. So I was like, let's let's just stop calling for a minute and see what they do. So they, they kind of stood around there for a little bit, and then they decided that they were going to leave. They were going to go on about their way. So they kind of walked, walked back up the fence line, and when they did, I crawled, our army crawled out there to where – the hen decoy was and i put her on the ground laying down and i put a jake standing right on top of her and i was like man if i don't get them pissed off enough to get over that fence i don't know what will as i'm crawling back another turkey comes from god knows where i have no clue where he came from but he comes in and jumps right over the fence no problem but he doesn't he doesn't see anything and he just kind of jumps over the fence and then jumps over the creek and then goes up the hill and I'm like no clue what that turkey was doing um for one to get him over the fence is one thing but to get him over a creek is another thing and I didn't even call to this dude and he did it all by himself like, like he was late for something like I don't know what the hell he's doing but anyway so I go back over there and I sit back down and I said, all right, I'm going to start calling again, see if I can get them two birds back in there. But FYI, there was another bird that came in, jumped the fence and jumped the creek and went up the hill. And John's like, what in the world is going on? I said, I don't know. And this is not even the crazy part of this story. This is a, a I mean, the crazy part of the story is a totally different day, but I'm just leading it up to that. But anyways, the, they came back in after I started calling did the same exact thing. They were they were mad. They were pecking the fence, trying to figure out a way to get under the fence, but they would not jump over the fence. Finally, about an hour goes by of them doing this, and I think 
me and John both had enough. The turkeys had enough, and we just all kind of went about went out our separate ways. We went to go try to find the other turkey that that was late for a doctor's appointment or something, and and jumped the fence and the and the creek and took off, and and I never found him. We never heard him or anything. Uh, every time we called, the other turkeys would just answer, and they'd come back down to the fence. So we left, and I told John, I said we need to have a better plan of attack for this next time because if they get on that side of the fence it's about pointless to try to hunt those birds he's like no nah, i agree with it and everybody that i talked to was like man i'd have shot them to the fence i'd have done this i'd have done that you know blah, blah blah whatever i was trying to play by the rules right and if they're on somebody else's property i'm not going to shoot that bird i'm not going to shoot through the fence i'm not you know i'm not doing any of that so anyways i go home and it's been a couple of days and John calls me and he's like, Hey, these birds are roosting at the top of the hill on our side. And I said, okay, that that's good. That that's what we need. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I know. He's like, let's try to get out there in the morning to get these birds. And I said, all right, <clears throat> that sounds good. Now, anytime that I go turkey hunting, I bring a gun with me because I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, for one. And, um, for two, if, if you know, if I've had coyotes come in when you call uh, turkeys and if anybody else has have, had that happen, it's it's an unnerving feeling when you have coyotes come into your decoy, into your calls or whatever. So I just always take a shotgun with me because you never know. So <clears throat> I get to John's house and he's like, hey, they were roosted at the top yesterday. He's like, but I heard them on the power line which is off the property um last last night and i said okay well i said well that's that's still not bad um we'll just have to get you know on the property line to try to get them pushed back to us and he's like that's fine let's go do that and i said okay so we go up to the top of the hill we find the property line we get probably i don't know um 10 15 yards off the property line on our side and i set a decoy i literally set a decoy right on the line because i was like they i need to get it as close to these turkeys as possible so we sat down and i was like i'm not going to say anything i'm gonna let them talk first you know blah 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 whatever the whole ordeal so <clears throat> sun's coming up birds are starting to chirp it's it's go time right if you're a turkey hunter you know this is go time right here so i'm sitting there and we're just we're just waiting and not and john's sitting there he's like they're right over there right across the field on the on the power line right over there on this other side and i said okay as soon as he said that boom one fired off then another one fired off then another one fired off and i was like okay there's three birds over there i was like surely we could get one of these birds to come to us so I start call I start calling just slightly, just a little bit, just to let them know that we're there. And then as soon as I hit the call, a bird fires off in the tree that I'm leaned up against. I literally sat right underneath this bird. And when he when he gobbled, I looked at John, John looked at me and he's like, What do we do? I said, just be extremely still. You know, maybe this bird comes to us, maybe he don't. More than likely, he's probably going to fly off of this tree into that field, but I don't know. 
I, and I told John, I said, I'm not going to call until that bird leaves because I don't want to give up our position or, you know, have him sitting here looking down on us the entire time. So I said, I'm not, I'm not even going to call, which I didn't. Well, that bird, he either seen us or he knew something was going on or whatever. But anyways, he, he cut wings and he was gone. I mean, this dude glided for freaking four or 500 yards. I mean, just gone. And I told John, I said, that's the bird that was late for an appointment yesterday. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, that, that daggum bird's still late for something because he he took off. And I was like, yeah, okay. I said, all right, let's focus on these other birds. He's like, yeah, I got you. So I start calling, and two of them kind of started to go towards the fence where we were the other day. Um, but one stayed. And I told John, I said, that's the bird we're going to kill. And I've got the binoculars up and I'm kind of glassing the power line, which you can see the power line. You can see the field where we're at. But like I said, that's not our property. So I'm trying to call this bird to me to get him over on our side of the property. Well, the bird's coming. He has made up his mind now that he is coming. And me and John are sitting and we're looking at the field. And the decoy is to... Uh, my right just slightly to my right so john has a clear shot at the decoy on the right side the bird comes across the field and comes into the woods and he walks right into the woods just like i want him to do he should he should turn and go towards the decoy but he doesn't he goes all the way to my right, all the way behind me, and it starts coming in. Well, I told John when he got behind a tree, I said, when he gets behind that tree, turn around real quick, look the other way behind me. I'm going to sit still and continue to call uh, to try to get this bird back around. And he's like, all right. So the bird goes behind the tree. John turns. I have slid over to where I can look over my shoulder and see the bird. He is probably 25, 30 yards away from me. And he walks behind me and he's making his way straight in front of John. And I'm like, dude, this is piece of cake. Put a bow on it. Dead bird. Congratulations, you know can't go much sweeter than this we've called the bird off the roost we've called him onto our property i've set him up right in front of john 30 yard shot should knock it down no problem slam dunk home run boom we're out of here right no not at all <laughs> not at all and of course this is my kind of luck this is this is what happens this is why it's hunting um it, it's just <laughs> Bird walks over 30 yards. I, I looked at John. I said, are you ready? He said, yes. I said, I'm going to get his head up. He said, all right. I gave him a cluck. The bird stuck his head up 30 yards, and this is all I hear. Click. Shit. John had hit the button on the gun to, to set to eject the shell or whatever. And so now he's like, I got to get in a shell. I was like, just. Be still. Just calm down. I'm gonna turn. I've got a shot on this bird, and I and I had a shot. It was not a good shot. 
It was 35-yard shot, 40-yard shot between two trees that were maybe 14 to 17 inches wide. That's what I had to shoot through. I said, I do have a shot. I said, let's not scare this bird by, by you re-racking. Let me try to get him. He goes, all right, that's fine. So I turned. I pulled the gun up. I clucked with my mouth, no mouth call or anything. I just clucked, got his head up, pulled the trigger. Should have been one of those shots, just boom, dead bird, blah, 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 whatever. I shoot. <clears throat> bird cuts his wings and takes off. I look at John. John looks at me. I'm like, did I not hit him? He's like, I, I, I don't know. So we go over there. I'm like, there should be feathers or something, you know, there. So we get up. We walk over there. Nothing. No feathers. No, I completely missed that bird. I don't know how I missed that bird, but I completely missed that bird. I'm sitting there talking to John about how we missed this bird and, you know, how funny it was. I said, go ahead and get your gun ready because uh, you know the bird went down to the bottom so we could go around and probably cut this bird off and get back on him and he's like all right yeah that's cool so we go back over there to grab the decoy and grab all of our stuff as we're walking back over there to grab our stuff the turkey goes running right by us i mean literally running right by us back out to the field and i just look at john and john looks at me i'm like dude i just <laughs> I think we just completely regroup and go try to, you know, either get back on that bird or go try to find the other three. The one that we spooked this morning that was late for a doctor's appointment and the other two that were at the fence. I said, we, we can go try to find those. He's like, all right, I got you. So we go down to the bottom and I was like, I'm going to go right over here to the little opening that we had before and I'm going to set a decoy up. And he's like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. Well, John sits down, and as soon as he sits down and I get the decoy out of the bag and I'm getting ready to walk over, I look up, and there's a freaking turkey standing probably 25 yards in front of me in the opening. And I said, John, get your gun. And I'm froze, like I'm just sitting still. I said, John, get your gun. He looks at me, he's like, what? I said, get your gun. And he's like, why? I said, because there's a turkey standing right in front of me. And the turkey's just looking at me, and I'm just looking at him. Well, John gets his gun up, and the turkey takes off running, jumps the creek, runs up the hill. I told John, I said, dude, what do we do now? He said, I'm going to run to the top of the hill on the left side, and I'm going to be standing up there waiting on this turkey when he gets up to the top of the hill. And I'm thinking, that's probably not a great idea, but, you know, whatever. So John... <laughs> drops everything except for his gun and takes off running and the turkey went to the right and went up the hill john goes to the left and goes up the hill and went at the top of the hill there's a road and john gets up there i'm down at the bottom and i'm just aggressively calling trying to get this turkey to slow down to give john enough time to get up there so i'm aggressively calling aggressively calling aggressively calling trying to get in and then i don't hear anything so I call John on the phone and he's whispering and I can hear him like army crawling through these leaves. I said, is he up there? He said, he's at the edge. Keep calling. And I said, okay. So I've aggressively calling, aggressively calling, you know, going at it again, trying to get this bird to just do something. 
and uh, the the bird just all of a sudden turns, runs back down the hill towards me. And I'm like, oh, shit. So now I go over there. I throw all my stuff to the side, grab my gun, pull my gun up. He comes flying down the hill, looks at me, looks to the left, and takes off. Like never had a chance at him at all. John comes walking back down there. We set up. We called for a little bit. A couple birds gobbled, and then it just it shut up. And all this was in with like an hour and a half of each other. And I told John, I said, I just think that we have caused so much crap inside these woods today that I don't think we have a chance in hell to get any of these birds in here today. They are all over the place. We have them all scared. We have them all tore up. I think we'll just cut our losses and get out of here. And John's like, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So we do. We leave and we go back up to the house and we get back up to his house and his wife is standing there, and she goes, well, "Y'all didn't get one." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't even, I don't even want to tell this story to his wife right now because one, John just not being prepared with his gun, and then me missing. Like, I, I don't even want to tell this story right now." <laughs> and so, yeah, so that was a funny story, man. That that <clears throat> that turkey hunting story right there. Me and John still talk about it because it's just so much stuff went into it that day and it it never, never, ever, ever goes the way that you think it's going to go. Uh, you get sometimes where it goes just the way that you had it planned. Um, just like this, the last turkey that I shot um, last year. I mean, couldn't have planned it any better. We camped out on the turkey. I went and located it. I called him off the roost. He came right to me. I shot him. And I had him shot before uh, my wife and son even got up from, from bed out of the camper. So uh, sometimes it works out like that. But 99% of the time, it's going to be something crazy um, that just does not work the way that you want it to. But if you could take anything away from that story... One, make sure that your gun is ready to fire and ready to shoot. And two, even if you're not the shooter on the bird, if you're the caller, bring a gun with you. Bring a gun with you just to be sure. So, anyways, that's the story. That's the, the turkey hunting story. So, um, I said we were going to have a call in. Um, so, it turns out that Brandon... Lefevre wants to do the call in. He has a story that he wants to tell. And I think I know what story he's wanting to tell, but I'm not really sure. I, I'm hoping it's the, the deer hunting story, but I'm not really sure. So I'm going to call and get Brandon on the phone, and I'll be right back. All right, so we got Brandon on who's calling in to, to tell us a story uh, today on the podcast. And he's he's already upset. He's got he's he's mad about something. I don't know what he's mad about. What what are you mad about? Probably because you wait till the last. I mean, the absolute last minute. I go to bed at eight o'clock sharp. Who the who goes to bed eight. at eight o'clock? You've, you've been with me for a long time. You know this. Golly! <laughs> I said, hey, you want? Yep. I said I had a cancellation. You want to be on the podcast and tell that? 
story about that deer and he's like yeah yeah man i want to do it and i said all right cool i said i'm gonna go down there and get everything together and he's like all right and then he's like are you are you ready are you ready i'm like dude i'm still trying to get everything together and he's like well this this house goes to bed at eight o'clock that's fact which i know is a lie it ain't no lie either what time does hannah go to bed oh now hannah that's a different story see and and that's the head of the household right there Oh, here we go. Are we going to talk about deer hunting or are we going to ramble on about our wives? Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why you saying everybody going to bed at 8 o'clock and I know Hannah ain't going to bed at no 8 o'clock. She normally stays up and watches Murder, She Wrote. What? <laughs> Whatever those are, them X-Files or murder shows. Or... <laughs> I'll be in the ground for the crawl space one of these days. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's already pl- plotting it. I can't blame her. I can't blame her. So what's what's it been? Two weeks since we talked. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked. We've we've had a few things go on since then. Um, we had a, we had a cancellation on the podcast, like I said, and um, so I gave whoever wanted a chance to to call in and to uh, tell a story um, on the podcast. Which, of course, you you wanted to tell the story already and and um when you said when i told you that i had a cancellation or whatever you're like yeah i'll tell it so i'm i'm just going to turn it over to you and and you just tell this story however you see fit well i wouldn't say it's really a story it's just something we can go back and forth on oh okay well so, go ahead so you remember last week i told you i was not a i was a fair weather deer hunter yes well i tell you what the cell camera really took that away i have hunted in the rain the in the more in the last two weeks than I have my whole life. Yeah, because you can see what buck is in there, what deers are in there. You know, you could see everything and pattern them a lot better than than you could. Oh yeah, I, I've had to change my powder three times because I've been sitting in the pouring down rain this whole time. Yeah, yeah. ever started raining. So I, I've had several deer on camera. I've been watching in various different properties, and I've been watching this one. I think it's a 10-pointer. It's hard to tell on them cameras. And uh, I got a buddy that we have a hunt lease together named Josh. and He was actually up the road at his mom's house. He said, I'm going to slip in there and, and hunt. I said, all right, well, I'm going to go down here to the soybean field. This deer has been on camera down here eating every night. I'm going to go down there and shoot him. Uh-huh. And no. Yeah, no. I, w- I didn't even go hunting because it was still bow season. That's right. It was still bow season. So, so you decided day, you decided not to even go. No, I, yeah, well, I ain't gonna go to the soybean. It was the day. It was, was it one day muzzleloader. It was Friday. Yeah, muzzleloader was coming in Saturday. Yeah. I said, "Well, I'm just gonna go in the morning. I'll just wait." This man done called me at five forty-five. <laughs> I couldn't even understand. He was r- he was happened. rambling. I knew what had happened. That deer had walked a half mile up the road in people's backyards and got in Josh's corn pile for the first time and got an arrow slung through it oh yes yes we've all had this happen to us by the way oh and i'm talking about you talking about i was i was a little disappointed but i was really excited at the same time because a good buddy of mine got to kill it and it just didn't go to death by some other person you don't know right right yeah but uh, that taking that phone call, boy, I tell you, that's uh, that's rough. That that was uh, that was pretty rough, you know. I well, so I went over and helped him track it and 
it had very little blood. By the way, them G5 broadheads, I'm not impressed by them things by no means. Mm, okay. All right. So if you got those in your quiver, I'd probably take them out. Throw them in the trash. In the trash. I'm sure somebody's out there has had supreme luck on them. You know, people say them rages are crap. No, well, I mean, I, I'll tell you from from experience of this having this podcast, it doesn't matter what you say. It does not matter what you say on here. You can be like Matthews bows, boy. I tell you, they're the best thing that's out there. And and some guy is gonna be like, oh, they're crap. They're crap. Hey, throw, throw it in the trash. Brand new one today. You bought a brand new one? Oh, Matthews came out with a brand new one today. Oh, did they? I didn't see it. Yeah. It's like 1800 bucks. Looks the same as the other one from last year. And the one year before that and the year before that. Oh, it's like <laughs> the same. They look the same. You <laughs> I know. I know. That's my biggest thing with Matthews is like, oh, yeah. Which, one, which one do you have? Okay, that looks just like the one I had in two thousand three. Okay, yeah, you gotta get it. Trade your the old last year's crap. Yeah, it's new style. Yeah, so it, it it doesn't matter what you say with with broadheads or or bows or guns or whatever. Everybody's got their own opinion, and it, and it's gonna be like that. And what works for you may not work for another guy. So, oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. So you got the call. What what did he say when he called you? I mean, what was he just like? Listen, <laughs> bu- listen, bud. I got some bad news. <laughs> oh no, he didn't start that. He just, he, hey man, he's down. It's down. I killed him. And I'm like, what? what killed who? Oh my god, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> you I, you I, done. Like, oh. You done went and got the shovel in the lime. You was like, hey, yeah, what, oh. what do we need to do here? What if I just got involved in? And, uh, like, just, just calm down. What's wrong? He said, I killed your big deer. I'm sorry. I killed your big deer. And I said, well, I'll be down there in a minute and hand you your barrel ass whip. <laughs> nah. nah. I told him, I said, uh, you know, it happens. You know, these deer are not promised to anybody. Nah, and especially during the rut, man, they're going to move. They're going to move a lot. Oh. Oh, that brings my second story up. I got one. I got uh, a big old nine pointer. Uh huh. By a car yesterday. Got hit by a car. Got hit by a car. Oh my gosh. Chasing women. Chasing. Hey, they'll get they'll get you every time. My cousin called me. He said, "Hey, you got a big nine pointer down there in the uh, soybean bottom." I already knew where this was going. <laughs> Because I'm the only one other than Josh that hunts. And Josh, I'm the first call when Josh kills a deer. Right. I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. He said, well, you ain't got one no more. Oh, uh, His buddy was driving behind the Honda Civic in front of him. And that Honda plowed into that big nine point, Laid him out and destroyed the car. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. I would rather somebody shoot it. Uh, I would rather somebody shoot that daggum deer than than to get hit by a car i mean that's that's just worse you've had a you've had a tough deer season this year oh and it's all been in two weeks too oh my gosh well so you you've lost you've lost what was that one that josh it was a 10 uh yeah it was a 10 okay Uh, well you know it had a couple small kickers to make it a 13 but uh, it was a mainframe Tim, and I've got a I've got its older brother still on camera as of right now. 
Oh, you uh, better like you to, better call into work a few days sick, something like that, and go on out there. Well, I'm hunting every morning this week. But well, rifle yeah. season comes in Saturday, right? Oh yeah, but I mean that don't I make a different have, that don't make a difference for you. I mean it doesn't matter if it's bow or rifle or muzzle loader and you can't hit them anyways, but uh, yeah, you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. No. All right, anytime you want to you want to put a little bit of money on some targets, we will do it. Hey, now easy, easy, easy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'll take you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, we're hunting every day this week. I'm sure you know Josh is going to be hunting with me, so you know I'm sure he'll kill him. You know, but it's honestly, I, I, I'm just ready for it to be over with. Like yeah, I've, I've done, I've done stress myself over it. I understand I'm not, that. I sleep and man, it's all you can think about. It's just well, that's that's. I mean, that's deer season, dude. I mean, it, it, sometimes it's like that, and sometimes you just get lucky, and and you know, all those deer stay on your property. I mean, dude, this year, this year, this has been the wildest, wildest year that I've had for bucks. So. I I showed you, I, I've had the best bachelor group over there at my property that I think I've ever had. And are they still together? No, they're not together anymore, but, but. I was going to say, them were like the Beatles. Yeah, no, they stayed together for a long, long time. So, one has left. I, I don't have any pictures of him. He's he's gone. The, he by car. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened to him. He's gone. Um the other one that had the split brow tine, the, the buck that I was going to go after, he had a split brow tine on his left side, and he he was a he was a ten pointer, but I've got a picture of him um, as of three days ago, and he has broke his left side off completely. The whole side. The whole side. The whole thing's gone. Man, what an aggressive man. Yeah. So I that that deer, I mean, I know everybody's like, oh man, you don't shoot for horns, you don't shoot for horns, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not shooting a deer with one antler. I would tell you though, this <laughs> you'd be the only man I know to have deer mounted in your house with just one side of his rack. <laughs> you gonna talk about my deer mounts now? Come on now. Hey, hey I think you ought to shoot him just for that. Just, no. just so you piece at thanksgiving meals well the thing i haven't seen him personally like i have not physically put my eyes on him but i have another deer that showed up just out of the blue um as of what three days ago four days ago something like that whenever i sent you the picture um nice big wide deer he's a young deer he he's he's a three-year-old if i had to guess but nice big wide deer so i think i'm going to switch my attention to him i've also got another deer over there who's a three three and a half maybe a four year old but he's just he's very small has a very small rack but is super tall like it's just straight up in the air so i i don't know me grunting the other night do what is that the one that come in grunting the other night no, that was that that was a spike. That was that spike that came in grunting. Dude, he just I mean, Brandon calls me and I'm in the stand. And of course I always take my AirPods and with me to the stand. And uh 
So I answered the phone and I could be real quiet with my AirPods and I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, you in the stand? I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the woods. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, you see anything? I'm like, no, nah, not really. I said, I'm, you know, I've heard a few deer in, in the bottom and, and whatnot or whatever. He's like, okay, about that time I heard a grunt. And I said, shut up, shut up for a second. He was like, don't tell me shut up. <laughs> I you talking to like that? <laughs> so I listened and he grunted again. So I grunted back at him. And Brandon goes, was that a grunt call? <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, a deer just. Don't forget to tell the people that me and you sat on the phone for 30 minutes hunting together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my living room in the deer stand. We're both whispering. It's like, why Why are you whispering, Brandon? Put me on FaceTime. Put me on the shooting rest. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm, I got grunted back at him, and then I then I hear the two does running through the woods coming <laughs> to the field, and I told Brandon, I said, here they come. And he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, we got to get quiet. I'm, I'm getting like, excited. I'm like, why are you, why are you getting quiet? <laughs> he's like, I feel like I'm there. <laughs> so... Anyways, the, the two does come running out into the field, and then I see what I thought was the buck that I was targeting step out, but it ended up being a different different buck, um, which is he's an eight-pointer too, but he's just he's really young. And he stepped out. Well, then the spike came in behind him, which he stayed in the woods, and the spike pushed those does out. And, dude, that spike was just – Running those does around in that daggum field, grunting, just, rah, 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 rah. I mean, just all over them. I was like, holy crap, man. Man, I tell you, it's on. If you, if you ain't in the woods right now, you missing out. Well, I mean, it's seven o'clock, but I mean. I'm not talking about right now. <laughs> I'm about daylight hours this week. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what sucks about my dang schedule. I can't. I can't get in the woods, and Mama wants to go to Dollywood this weekend, so we're going to the cabin and going to Dollywood and doing all that stuff. So I kind of got, uh, I, yeah. My wife's the head of the house, but you know you don't see me missing prime deer hunting. Well, I mean, you're not really killing any deer either, so. What? Well, but I'm not missing yeah, deer. It, 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 yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> you're making fun of me, saying my wife runs the house listen yours dragging dollywood putting a hat on you and making you ride the trolley well it doesn't matter the thing is y'all's rifle season comes in saturday my rifle yeah. season does not come it's in until monday monday that makes sense yeah so y'all's rifle season comes in saturday my rifle season comes in monday i've got five days that i can shoot a doe during rifle season and then after that you got I 68 can, minutes to shoot a buck yeah you you can only shoot a buck the rest of the year that's crazy so yeah i'm not missing anything this weekend keep telling yourself that i'm not i mean i could go bow hunt and the possibility of me killing a deer bow hunting is still pretty high i mean I sent you a picture of that deer the other day sitting at damn, what was that, 37 yards or whatever. But that deer, oh, God, that deer pisses me off so bad. It pisses me off to even talk about it. 
every single day that deer comes in five minutes, ten minutes after shooting light. And I, I sent Brandon a video of this deer coming in ten minutes after shooting light. And he was like, "That that's that's insane. That that is insane." I've had I've had him do that to me before. Every now and then they'll slip up, but majority of the time I get tired of waiting. Well, that, that's the thing is it's it right now is the time they're going to slip up. He's going to slip up. He's going to. Which yeah, he's, when you end up be sitting in a deer stand. Well, I put that you know I put that buddy stand up for us to hunt out of down down at the other at at the backfield on the back side of the property. Well, those bucks have now moved over to that stand. Yeah, well, I think that's where we ought to be. I'll see you out there tomorrow morning. About all right, yep, all right, yep, yep, we'll see you out there. Brandon sends me a picture of that de- that big deer that Josh shot one day, or um, when he first had him on camera. He sends me a picture of that deer, and I was like, man, that's a nice deer. And he's like, yeah. I was like, where's that at? And he tells me, and I'm like, well, I need the location. And he was like, what? And I said, well, I'm going to go spotlight that deer. <laughs> when, when you ain't in the stand you even breathe in Idle county that you got a deer on camera yeah people calling you you ain't talk to hey man hey you ain't got an extra spot in your lease do you I mean, who, who is this <laughs> where, where where'd you come from that's you know, our yeah that's our county blows, right there it blows my mind yeah no, that's Iredale County, but <clears throat> I hope you get that other one. I think that would be I a don't. really cool story that, you know, Josh shot that one and then you shot, you know, his bigger brother over there or whatever. I think that would be a really cool story. I think it would be a very sentimental buck that you shoot. Well, I hunted him this afternoon in the pouring rain. I hunted him, uh, let's see. Uh, see for, oh, let me tell you this. This is another good one. Uh-huh. I'm sitting. You ain't going to believe this. I couldn't believe it myself. For anybody listening, please download Hunt Stand or some kind of hunting app and make sure you know where your property lines are. It's very crucial. Follow them. They're they're not wrong. Just make sure you know what you're talking about. Yeah, Onyx is a good one, too. It's a wonderful app. Okay, so I'm sitting in the stand at, uh, what day was Monday? Uh, Monday, yesterday morning, I got that big old eight pointer following about a group of does. I saw the does on one of the spot or on, on one of the cameras, and they left. The buck was still there on the camera getting his picture taken. Well, then they he left and followed the does. Well, the does showed up towards me, so I'm like, oh, it's on now. He's good as dead. I done called in the taxidermist and everything. Got him on speed dial. <laughs> I'm sitting there. And then those start getting real nervous, and they, they, they kind of shudder off and run off. I'm like, what in the world's going on here? Meanwhile, I got my gun in my hand because, you know, I like to get ready. You never know when they're going to come running through the field. Right, yeah, you're always ready. So at that time, a man sticks his head in my blind. Oh, my God. And says, what are you doing? I did not miss a beat. I said, what the hell does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> he said, it looks like you're trespassing. I said, uh, no. He said, this is such and such as land. I said, well, it ain't. Yes, it is. And it was an older gentleman. You can't 
They don't understand technology. I said, well, let me get out of this ground blind. I'll prove you wrong. Well, just get out then. Oh, gosh. So I got out, and he said, you're trespassing. I'm calling the law. And I said, well, the only one you're going to get arrested today is you because you're trespassing. So I pulled up that. Uh, I used hunt stand, and I paid for the $7 membership a year. It tells you the exact property lines. Yeah. I said, this is the little blue dots where we're at, and the property lines way over there. See that? Well. Y'all just ain't got no business being in here. Uh, these deer are pets. I said, well, they ain't my pet. Mm. Mm. They was my pet until you messed that up. He says, well, I'm going to go contact the landowner, and I'm going to get you out of here. And I said, well, good luck. Mm. So he goes, and the landowner is an 82-year-old woman who sleeps the revolver under her pillow mm-hmm. and is full of vinegar. Well, when he got to her doorstep, she gave him up and down, one left and right. Hmm. By the time, I tell you, I just it just blows my mind how people were just the the balls yep. walk up to somebody gun. Yep, yep. You're right. You're just right. People, pay attention to the property lines and follow them. Pay attention to your property lines. Get you a good hunting app. That's good. All good advice for this week. Hunting apps. I think everybody's got. Them. Everybody should have one. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling that story. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I guess that was uh, that's all I can come up with short notice. Is that all you want to talk about? Yeah, that's all I want to talk about with you anyways. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. you, got, uh, you got somebody on there waiting to get in? Yes, I do. I'm a busy man over here. Okay. All right. Well, carry on. <laughs> I'll holler at you later. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, I know it was a little different than what we normally do on the podcast, but hey, I mean, that's not your dad's hunting and fishing show right there. It's going to be different every time, I guess. Um, Hopefully, the uh, guy that was going to come on this week, Hunter, uh, that is going to tell us about the uh, shrimp boat. Hopefully, he is coming on next week. Like I said, we had some unseen circumstances that that happen and it's all right man it's life that's what happens um but thank thanks for for still tuning in and listening this week um the uh the giveaway like i said um not this show not the next show but the show after that in two weeks uh is when i'm going to be announcing that i'm gonna have matt on um he is the sponsor <clears throat> that sponsors that that sponsored this giveaway uh and and he will be able to uh tell you a little bit more about it um and hopefully if uh i don't know if anybody we may do a question and answer thing i'm not really sure uh but like i said it's going to be on the podcast first it's going to be given to the listeners first uh for your opportunity to get it um yeah so that that's that's about it listen if y'all want to be a part of the show if you want to be on the show uh if you've got a funny story if you've got an interesting story if you've got something that's that's crazy that happened um or just something that you're proud of or or whatever give me a call or give me a a a text or a message or whatever we'd love to have you on the show like i said we've got a schedule um i'm scheduling people as i go um 
so I, I'd like to like to get some new people, get some new stories, um, and, and I'd like to talk to some. You know, if you've got an interesting story or whatever, I'd like to talk to you. It's easy. It's simple. I, I don't make it uh, complicated at all. We can call on the phone. You can come to the studio uh, or building or whatever you want to call it um, or whatever. So so give me a call. Give me a message. Um, give me a text, whatever, that you if you want to be on the show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the, for the follows and the likes um, and the messages and, and everything. And we, we even appreciate our haters out there. I mean, y'all still out there hating. That's your job. You're supposed to hate. And uh, I ain't mad at you. So I do have um, four hats. I have four hats for sale if you want one. They are $25. Um, I will bring it to you, ship it to you, uh, whatever. Uh, if you're interested in it, call me, text me, send me a message. Uh, I'll be glad to send you pictures, whatever you need of it. I've got stickers. I've got decals. Hopefully going to have shirts here pretty soon. Uh, if you're interested, let me know. Um, but thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Hunter to talk about the, uh, shrimp boat. So, uh, We'll see y'all later.